Hello, beautiful homemakers, and welcome to the Blossomed Homemaker Podcast. My name is Ellie, and I'm going to be your host throughout this podcast. I'm a wife, a twin mom, and a homemaker who is qualified in hospitality and events planning with a passion for women and moms as a productivity coach, teaching you, dear homemaker, how to be the manager of your mindset to be able to set that beautiful tone inside your home with faith, my blog, my e-course, and this podcast. So grab a nice hot cup of coffee or tea and let's get started. Hello, beautiful homemakers, and welcome back to the Blossomed Homemaker podcast. In today's episode, as you can tell by the title, that we are going to be talking about being happier. Yes, ladies, being happier. And I am going to say that out loud. I want to be happier. Are you going to say it with me? I want to be happier. Man, oh man, have we faced a difficult season. Ladies, it has felt like we have been in World War III with this pandemic that we're finding ourselves in. And I know that this has caused so many heightened levels of anxiety and depression around the world. And it's not just like that in my own life because that is what we're seeing everywhere. Topics of people wanting to have more self-love because they've been um, really anxious the last couple of whiles. Um, Topics um, on our church channels where they're talking about depression and divorce and all the bad things that are happening in the world and the fact that people are struggling right now. And that's okay because it's our reality. All of us are receptive in different ways to what is going around in the world. I myself have found myself in really difficult seasons, especially in the last couple of months. But you know what? We are all facing this right now. And it's okay to say that I'm not okay. However, we all want to be happier. We need to make it a goal to rise above our circumstances, ladies. So that is why I want to chat to you in this podcast episode. I want to talk to you about being happier. I want to talk to you about anxiety. I want to talk to you about having okay days and having not so okay days because that cannot just be just me. I mean, I've had okay days, I've had good days, and then I've had not so okay days, and I've had not so good days. However, ladies, I have been trying to embrace the tools to consciously change that each morning when I wake up. And it's not easy, but today I just want to share my heart on this topic with you for us as homemakers to just thrive inside our homes because we all know that the people inside our homes, our husbands, our children, um, they all thrive and they all play off our emotions. It just is the way it is. I remember back in the day when we were in the house, if my mom wasn't having a good day, nobody had a good day. It's just because we are the homemakers. We are the moms. We are the wives. We are the managers of our households. So we uplift we encourage and we set that tone. We set the atmosphere. Not our husbands, not the kids. We do because we manage our household. So it's really important, ladies, to make sure that we manage our mindsets, that we manage our anxieties, and that when we're going through times of trials, that we 
make it a goal to rise above our circumstances, however hard it is, however difficult the season is that we're facing. Deep down in our hearts, we all want to be happier. So today, I'm saying it out loud once again, I want to be happier. And the reality is that we all have one trial in common at the moment, and that is that we are all affected by this pandemic in one way or another, be it you yourself went through it, be it you had one of your loved ones who's gone through it, meaning maybe you've lost someone to this whole pandemic, or it's job losses left, right, and center. It's, I don't know, not seeing friends. It's isolation. It's maybe workloads have heightened or whatever the case may be in one way or another, however small or however big, we are all affected by this pandemic. So today I'm here to tell you that in reality as well, this isn't going to vanish into thin air overnight. So having said that, we are here to also talk about practical ways how we can implement being happier. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode, ladies. So grab your cup of coffee or your tea or your snacks or your bottle of water or whatever it is, or if you're cleaning your home or cooking or driving in your car, I'm so glad that you clicked on this episode today. I hope that it brings you tons of encouragement and motivation because you know what? You are not alone. And let's jump into it. So ladies, before I start sharing those practical ways that we can implement being happier in our lives, I want to talk to you about the reality. So in our lives right now, one thing that you and me and all of us have in common is that we're all affected by this pandemic in one way or another. Um, whether it's a small way or a big way, we are all affected somehow by this pandemic. And maybe we've had it. Maybe we've had someone in our families that's have it, had it. Maybe our best friends or maybe we've even lost loved ones to this. Maybe it's job losses. Maybe it's changes. Maybe it's um, reduces in salaries. Maybe Whatever the case may be, in some way or another, we have been affected by this pandemic. And unfortunately, the reality is it's not going to vanish overnight. And we need to deal with the fact that it is affecting us all, but we cannot let it overtake us. We cannot let it consume us. And that is where I found myself. I to be raw and real with you today, had found myself maybe three, four months ago, pretty much four months ago, in a really dark hole, ladies. Like I had struggled with anxiety and a lot of depression and I found myself in this hole. And being months later now, I can share this openly with you and talk to you about the practical things that I needed to implement to be able to get out of this hole. And that is why I want to hop on here today and I want to share this with you. I want to be raw and real with you. I want to tell you that you're not alone. If you're struggling with anxiety, if you're feeling a little depressed right now, feeling a little overwhelmed right now, I know so early on in the year, but ladies, we're all feeling that. No one, everybody had high hopes for 2021. Everybody had high hopes for 2020 as well. 
But you know what? Our reality is that it, it kicked in. And if when, when I shared a poll over on my Instagram um, on how was everybody's 2021 January, everyone was like, eh, you know, the, the majority said they felt depleted. They felt, um, you know, overwhelmed. They didn't have a great January like what they had expected. Because why? The reality is this pandemic coronavirus, whatever it is, it's not going to vanish overnight. So we need to implement practical ways how we can overcome what is happening inside our hearts. And ladies, I always share this, is that you cannot take care of those in your household if you do not take care of yourself. So you all know that I love mindset management. You all know that we are homemakers that we need to manage our mindset so that we can manage our households. You all know that that is such a beautiful topic that I'm so passionate about. And that is why I share this with you because we are all human beings. We have emotions. We have happy. We have sad. We have scared. We have excited. We have so many emotions. And to think that we all play on one tune is absolutely wrong because we don't. We all struggle sometimes. And I struggled with anxiety so much so that I couldn't show up for things, so much so that I had canceled on things, and so much so that I was isolated. I isolated myself because I fell into my fearful, dark, anxious hole. And it sucked. To say the least, it sucked. And I know that I'm not alone because I had spoken to so many other women who were facing the same thing. I had seen it. I had read it. Everybody's new blog posts, everybody's podcast episodes, everybody's YouTube channels, Instagrams, you name it. It's blowing up with mindset management, with mental health awareness, with anxiety control, with all these things. Even the churches online are speaking about depression and divorce and anxiety and all the bad things that are happening in this world and how we are to take control over this because we serve a greater God who is in control of this and we aren't. When we rely on our own strength, we will fail. But when we rely on the strength that we get from our heavenly father, we will soar with wings like eagles. And that is just so incredible. So in my deep, dark hole, I reached out to my parents. I reached out to my loved ones and I said, hey, I am struggling and I need help. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to go through a dark season in our lives and say, hey, I need help. That's the first step is to say, hey, I'm in this hole. I need help and I'm really struggling. And it's taken me four months to even just talk about this with you guys because it was hard for me as well because we all are human. We all face these things. So having said that, I really want to share these practical ways how you can also implement this in your life and you can also be happier. So ladies, the first thing that I want to talk about today is gratitude journaling. And I know I've mentioned this before in here but I am so passionate about gratitude journaling or journaling in general because when we journal, we write out our feelings. And I know a lot of people think journaling is only for high school kids or little girls who have 
pretty fluffy um, diaries with a little lock on it. It's absolutely not. Journaling is just you sharing your heart. And for me, that's me sharing my heart with God. I gratitude journal in the mornings when I wake up with my morning cup of coffee. I write out each day what I'm grateful for. And ladies, if it's one thing and that's all you can think of, it's fine. Write that one thing down. But let's actively focus on the pluses in our lives right now. I mean, write it on a sticky note, write it in a beautiful notebook, write it on your mirror with lipstick, on your hand, in your Bible, write it on your kid's forehead if you want to. But whatever you do, make sure that you write out what you are grateful for every single day. Because ladies, gratitude grounds you. Gratitude opens your heart to seeing the pluses in life instead of the minuses. Gratitude says, you know what? If I'm not grateful for anything else today, if I'm going through a really dark season, hey, I have a roof above my head. Hey, the sun came up today. Hey, I'm still alive today. There are so many things that we can be grateful for in our day. And the lovely thing about gratitude is it spirals. You say, I'm grateful for the roof above my head. Oh, hey, in this roof above my head, I've got food, running water, electricity. Hey, I've got a phone. I can contact people that I love. You know, it spirals and it gets, it can go bigger and bigger and it can go smaller and smaller. You can be grateful for having the clothes on your body, whatever it is, because there are so many people out there who don't even have that. So one thing for sure would really help me through the, the dark phase that I had just gone through. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to have a bad day or a not so okay day, or I'm not going to have anxiety again in the future. But you know what? I practically know how to implement these tools right now in my life. And gratitude journaling is definitely one of them. And one thing that I can be so sure about that I'm grateful for each and every day is the fact that I have breath in my lungs, the sun shines, a roof above my head, and I have my loved ones, the people who I know I can say, hey, I'm struggling. And you know what? I'm grateful for you because you step in for me when I am weak, you help me pray. And that is definitely something that speaks volume, ladies, is when we can just show gratitude. Another thing that really, really brings joy to our lives is living without those excesses. Yeah, you heard me, ladies. Got three different sets of dinnerware. Um, donate two. Who needs 30 plates in one household of five people? If you've got 10 extra books that you've read over and over and over, donate eight of them and keep your favorite two. If you can't close your kid's toy box, sort through it and make sets that can match and donate the excesses. Teach them as well. Like teach your children from young what is the value of giving? What is the value of donating? What is the value of enjoying what you have? Um, we need to actively learn, ladies, to live with less. And I know that there's a big hype right now. If you look left, right, and center on social media, you're seeing everybody's decluttering at the moment. That is so cool. I love it. Because you know what? 
everybody's learning to live without the excesses. Everybody's watched the the new or the latest show called The Minimalists. Everybody's watched the Marie Kondo series. Everybody's either read the book or watched it on Netflix or whatever the case may be. But we are all sparked by this living with less approach. And you know what? It's true. And it's something I have been talking about for such a long time is decluttering and organizing and creating functional spaces. As homemakers, we create functional spaces. And a functional space is something that works for you and your household. It's There's nothing more frustrating than stumbling over furniture and toys and bumping into the same thing every time you turn a corner in your house and having a bruise on your knee for weeks and weeks and weeks because there's just too much things. So ladies, definitely make sure that you live with the without the excesses. And the excesses is the things that are just too much. Um, recently, uh, throughout this whole thing, I had found myself going through cupboards, going through bins, going through my drawers, going through my clothes, my shoes, because cleaning and organizing has always been like therapy to me. Um, maybe just changing out the bedding in the linen closet and putting on some fresh ones and washing the others. It's its like therapy for me. It's calming to pick up a broom and sweep my floors is like therapy to me. And organizing and making something functional and neat and minimalistic really, really, really sparks a lot of happiness. Should I say sparks joy <laughs> by me? Because it really makes me feel good. It makes me feel good about myself, makes me feel good about my household. And it makes me feel happy that it's going to someone or some place that it can be used, it can be loved, it can be worn, it can be enjoyed. Um, whatever the case may be, go through your cupboard where you have board game after board game that you guys don't even play anymore that's just gathering dust and just keep the maybe five ones that you really do enjoy playing as a family or with your friends because other people don't have board games there are people out there who don't even have shoes let alone a board game and I for one let me share this with you recently about three weeks ago donated over 50 items of clothes. I think I stopped counting after like 40 something. Who has that many clothes? And I know that you're sitting there thinking, mm, I probably do. Because I remember about three years ago when I was pregnant with my girls, I had two closets before having kids. I had two closets, my closet and the spare bedroom closet full of clothes. I mean, seriously, in one week or two weeks, who can wear two closets of clothes or 20 pairs of shoes. I mean, really, ladies, let's be realistic. Let's stop living with the excesses. I now have such a beautiful functioning closet that is functional, that is airy, that is neat. And it's literally mine and my husband's clothes in a three-door closet. Yep, a three-door closet for two adults. <laughs> so... And that makes me happy. That makes me excited. I just want to share it on social media. I just want to phone everybody and say, hey, check my closet. Because why? It brings joy. Clutter is just frustrating. It is honestly just 
frustrating. And, you know, if we can, um, if we can share and donate the things that just gather dust in our homes, then it brings us joy and happiness knowing that we're, we're giving, we're sharing. And, and you know what, ladies, you're also setting an example for your kiddos. And ladies, it's also feelings of freedom because you have space. Your things have each got a home and everything can breathe. So ladies, definitely take a look around, maybe one space at a time, maybe one closet at a time, maybe one kitchen cabinet at a time. But feel the difference in your mood. Feel the difference in your level of happiness when you open your cupboard and there's not that excess of stuff, just so much stuff. If I can share another story with you regarding stuff, I had held on to a knitted jersey that my grandma knitted for me when I was a kid. Now, ladies, every time I've gone through a decluttering, which I do like once a year, I get rid of a couple of things. I had always held on to this jersey. And I had asked myself this time round, do I even have any memories of myself wearing this jersey? Or if I, I, I don't, I really don't. And if I have this jersey in my hands, do I even think of my gran? And then I, rem- then I answered myself and I'm like, no. I don't. My memories of my gran who knitted this jersey are in my heart, are in my photo albums, are in my mind, and not in this jersey that I just do not wear. Yes, she made it for me out of love, but then I think to myself, what brings me more joy? This jersey and just having it here, or the guilt of never getting rid of it? or the guilt of getting rid of it. And I had now felt, oh my goodness, this was a sentimental item and I've gotten rid of it. No. You know what brings me more joy? Is knowing that I had donated this jersey and someone out there is actually going to be wearing it, is actually going to be enjoying it and, and getting warmth from that. So that's one thing I want to share with you today is Our sentimental memories, our sentimental items, they're not in stuff. They are in our hearts and in our minds. And now I can lovingly think of my grandma and she had actually passed away at the age of like 96. And I think, wow, what a phenomenal woman who used to make things with her hands, who used to walk around and water her flowers and used to phone me every year on my birthday when we got way older. And those are the memories I have who used to knit um, and knit and knit and knit and eventually just knitted a ton of stuff to give to children's hospitals. And that's the grand that I remember. That's the memories that I remember. Not hanging on to one jersey that she had made for me back in the day and I probably wore like twice. No, the memory is in my heart. So ladies, when you're going through your things, when you're going through your closets, when you're going through your home, ask yourself, where are my memories? And then if you can answer in my heart instead of in this item, then you know you're definitely on the right track.
Okay, so here is a fun one. <laughs> and this honestly lifts my mood. And I'm pretty sure because you're listening to this, it probably does for you as well. So my next thing that I want to talk about that really helps us be happier, and that is listening to podcasts. And no, I'm not just saying this because I'm your host over here on the Blossomed Homemaker podcast. No. I am saying this because it really lifts your spirits and gives you encouragement each day. So ladies, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to put on those encouraging voices that you love and that gives you upliftment or puts hope in your heart or makes you smile or really makes you think about things. Or for me, in the last couple of months, I listened to way more podcasts, way more online sermons, way more online talking than what I had in a very, very long time. Why? Because this really lifts your spirits. And if you're sitting there in your car and in your home, cooking, cleaning, whatever you're doing, listening to this podcast, and you're thinking, yeah, you know what? It really does. It really uplifts me. Then I am so glad because that's how I feel as well. And I love sharing my heart with you over here on this podcast. And I love encouraging you. And I love being raw and real with you and being open and honest with you because that is what uplifts us at the end of the day. It's when we can connect, we can share our hearts with one another, and we can really encourage one another and say, you know what? I'm struggling too, but this and this and this really helped me. So I hope it helps you too, because that is what this is all about. It's about uplifting one another. Community is about sharing our hearts and rising together. And like Christina Masaryk would say, healing out loud, <laughs> because it's important. And I have been loving listening to Grace to You um, sermons every morning because it's encouraging and it's really uplifting. And yes, we can we can watch TV and we can watch movie after movie and we can really just mindfully fill ourselves with worldly things. But you know what? Unplugging from those things as as well, like like excess amount of TV and drama-filled episodes of series after series and the latest movies and everything. Yes, for a lot of us, watching TV is a great escape. But for me and my reality, it really is not. It makes me feel even worse sometimes because it triggers anxiety because there might be certain things that just make you feel even more full of drama because remember, ladies, what we take in, we give out. So we need to be very, very attentive to what we are consuming. What are we watching? What are we reading? Who are we talking to? Those sort of things. So... I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to uplifting and encouraging podcasts. I love recording podcasts. And I love listening to my daily sermons or worship music in my house. But plug into something that uplifts you and encourages you. Okay, so the last thing that I want to talk to you today about um, what's really going to lift your spirits, and that is phoning your loved ones. I know, and today we instant message, we DM, we WhatsApp, we um, text message, we do all the things, but we don't phone. Who phones anymore? 
And you know what? Scratch that. Video call your loved ones. Video call your best friends. Video call the beautiful homemakers or the beautiful ladies that you've met overseas and there's a time lapse, but you found a common ground in time. Video call one another. Send um, voice notes. Send voice messages. Just randomly call your parents. Um, or your sister-in-law or your cousin or whatever it is, but call people. Because in my dark days, in my isolation, in my anxiety, I just unplugged and just isolated completely. And I just, it just spiraled and it was terrible. But you know what uplifted me is when I started reaching out. I started phoning. I started having hour-long phone calls sometimes. Um, and you know what I still do today? At least once a week with one of you beautiful homemakers who are listening today maybe, or some of my friends or my family members, instead of just phoning, I will video call and just be like, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee and let's see one another face to face because you know what? We can't even do that right now. We can't go out and have coffee dates. We can't go and sit in restaurants. We can't really do that anymore. But you know what? Let's each make a cup of coffee in the comfort of our own homes and let's chat, let's talk, let's see one another, let's video call. I wanna see you smile, you wanna see me smile. At least I don't have to wear a mask when we video call. So ladies, definitely pick up your phones and do a video call. Make a cup of coffee and just chat to your friends. Laugh and share and, and if you wanna to cry together, then cry together because I've had phone calls, video calls with my parents where I have sat there sobbing. <laughs> But you know what? At the end of the call, I have felt so much better. Just today, before recording this episode, I had a video call with one of my dear, dear friends, and it was so, so, so fulfilling. We each grabbed a cup of coffee inside our own homes, and we just chatted for a couple of minutes, and it was awesome. So yes, ladies, I hope that this episode brings you so much encouragement and so much motivation, and I hope I hope that you will feel so much happier implementing these things. And I pray that throughout this difficult season in your life, that you will find joy and upliftment and strength. And as always, ladies, I want to remind you that you are so beautiful, so worthy, and so, so loved.